0: Thank you guys so much for listening to Honey and Hustle. We are a visual podcast that features conversations with small business owners, creative entrepreneurs, and those in the nonprofit community. We're so glad that we started sharing our podcast here on Anchor FM. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and it will distribute the podcast for you. So it can be heard on all the major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you're listening to this right now, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. This video is sponsored by Blackology Coffee Company. Hey everybody, my name is Angela, and on this episode of Honey and Hustle, I'm sitting down with my good friend, Drew Romanowski. Um, this episode is just as much an interview with the business owner as it is me catching up with an old friend. Um, we had a lot of laughs, a lot of fun, and we really just got into topics of exploring how we were using our creative energy and our creative expertise over this pandemic. I think... Uh, We really had a lot of common in the sense that we had the time now to pursue more of our creative interest and a lot of that kind of shined through in this video. So while, yes, we are business owners, we also were tapping into just passion projects, just things that we wanted to do. And I'm so, so excited for you guys to hear what all Drew has going on. This was shot in Birmingham in my hotel room at the time. We were trying to be, you know, as safe as possible, just, you know, not be out in the open. Um, not expose anyone else in case we were exposed at that point, which I don't think we were. Um, we were pretty safe about it. So this was one of two only episodes that I shot in person for the season, or at least so far. Um, so yeah, just enjoy some good old-fashioned human contact in the form of a podcast. <laughs> My name is Angela I'm here with my guest Drew we're in Birmingham Alabama um like I said Birmingham is where I actually started my business so I'm really happy to be back happy to be back with one of the people that like I was able to work with from the jump pretty much um we've shot weddings together we've done so far sounds Birmingham together um and he has a plethora of things that he does on his own related to audio and audio production so I can't wait for you guys to hear more about him
1: Thanks for having
0: me. Yeah, thanks for coming. It's so good to see you again.
1: I've not seen you in a while. Yeah. <laughs> you moved out, and I was like, well, bye. I, mean, I, kind of I was like,
0: here, one minute, and I was like, yeah, I'm moving to North Carolina. I got to
1: go. move. I know, right when we started getting some stuff going on, you are like, yeah, well, I'm uh, picking up and moving. I was like, okay. Sorry. I know. It wasn't
0: nice, but I'm not going good to get by it, so I had to like yank the cord and just, just be like, peace.
1: Me, the rug. Yeah.
0: <laughs> God. Totally kidding. So I know it
1: sounds worse than it actually is. I'm actually psyched for you because you're doing your thing full time. That's insane. Yeah. That's awesome. It is. It is. I'm actually psyched for you, so.
0: <laughs> you're going to be there soon. Don't I, get, know, don't I know. Don't let this pandemic for you. He I know. it has like, got the master plan.
1: I had the whole plan, you know. I had it all worked out in my head in January. And then, like, February started having things, like, slow down. And then March, everything shut down. And I was like, well, at least I have the day job. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, day jobs are good though.
1: Hey, it saved me on this one, so. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So with Awabum Presents, can you tell me everything that you have under that umbrella? And yeah. How you've kind of expanded that because you do a lot of things.
1: Yeah. So my company, Awabum, Oh, what a beautiful morning! It's just an acronym. Um, Awabum Media is the full overarching umbrella, and so that's kind of been my easiest way to just do everything that I'd like to do creatively um but I have a lot of ideas that I want to do for show series of recording and filming different shows at different businesses showcasing the bands and businesses um and then I've always wanted to do like an actual podcast but we just I didn't really have the time to do it on top of music and video things um so with the with the pandemic, we've started our <laughs> podcast called The Corner Booth, and that's been really fun. And we just run that under the same Awabam umbrella. Um, but yeah, and then a lot of it's all like independent, just kind of uh, contract work and pick me up stuff for shows whenever those were going on. Runs down at shows and video when asked. Um, house uh, house series, different venues around town. Um, there's the wedding side that you and I did a lot of, and uh, I'd like to have kind of that be a little bit of a separate, like, Owabum wedding creative side. Mm-hmm. Um, so my buddy, uh, Ian Keel, yeah. he's, he's doing video stuff with me now, and um, he's doing all the video and photography, and I'm doing all the sound and audio. Uh, so we, we've gotten a few gigs from that, which has been great, and so hopefully we can keep that going. Um, and then back on the music side, I've got a band called Callings. Uh, it's been fun. We have a great time with that. We play a lot of bluegrass folk country stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get a full bluegrass, like, instrumentation. So hopefully that'll actually work out, too. But, uh, okay. yeah. yeah. So I think that's kind of the gist. But <laughs>
0: yeah, that's, good. that's good. So I feel like... At least in my experience, like Birmingham, there are a lot of movies that happen here, so there are audio people, and there are, like, music artists that work with different audio producers, things of that nature, but in the general sense, when it comes to someone who has their own gear, who has experience doing different types of events, different in working in different arenas, when it comes to audio production, you're kind of a uniform.
1: I try to be. Yeah, and that
0: really sets you apart, so it's like, yes, like things have slowed down with the pandemic there aren't events but you can always pivot to doing like audio production at home and work with music artists socially distant and things like that so it's like when you create your own space for yourself by trying a lot of different things you've also made yourself kind of like pandemic proof bulletproof in a way
1: yeah funny you say that that's been one of the things that I've really focused on like through the pandemic is like man what if something like this were to happen again and this were to be my daytime thing you know how would I be able to adapt? Right. And keep things going. Yeah. So, I'm still kind of working through that in my head a little bit actually. Okay. But...
0: No, but I mean it's kind of like a good thing because I think like... on this channel I've talked about you know what's the difference between having a niche and having a personal brand because in within niches you can really like once you identify that and capitalize on that you can really grow and expand within that one totally. area but it's like a narrow sense of focus yeah. than what you are doing right now but I think there's benefits to having both because like while audio production is your niche you've been able to like get creative within that and expand and do a lot yeah. of different things
1: you know, one of the things I always think about, too, is, like, I like to do a lot of things anyway, and I like I have a lot of interests, and I kind of screw myself by that because <laughs> I, I originally started doing all of the different things that I was doing because I was like, well, let me just try it and see if it sticks. Yeah. Let me see if I like it. And then I started liking all of these different <laughs> things, and I was like, well, crap, I, I don't know how to do this all. Man. I got I to figure out how to, like, you know, segment it out. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, but you've done well because you've already, like, collaborations and partner with someone and like understand the value of that very early on and I feel like that is also a struggle point for people
1: networking yes yeah that's a huge piece yeah it's insane
0: yeah um so with so far sounds that's pretty much how we met so far sounds um I don't know if you guys are familiar with so far sounds but so far sounds is essentially intimate shows um around different venues sometimes like house venues venues that you typically wouldn't think would host a show yeah. of that nature. Um, lineup is different every time. Sometimes are local people, sometimes are people kind of just passing through and maybe just want to get a sense of like the local community and things like that. Um, but now you have Live At, mm-hmm. which is similar. So can you tell me kind of the difference between Live At and SoFar Sounds?
1: Totally, so I structured Live At similarly to SoFar where it is, you know, very centered around the community aspect, um, and the music aspect. But what I wanted it to be definitely centered around was not only showcasing great musicians, great bands, great artists, but the businesses in those towns. So, like, for example, the one that you helped out with, Live at the Bottling Plant down in Opelika. In mm-hmm. the, the name is the business or venue, you know, wherever the location is. That's that's what that is structured around. So then it would be Live at the Bottling plant uh, featuring Rebecca Egland and then the other one would be, you know, Justin Cross Right. when they had those. And so I wanted it to be very centered on whatever community it's based in. And I also the reason I did it like that was so that way I could take it anywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's not just Birmingham, Alabama. I could go and make it in Nashville, Atlanta, North Carolina, yeah. Washington, you know, doesn't matter. Just showcases local bands and businesses.
0: Right. So. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely like that because like I, my hometown is Phoenix city, Alabama. Yeah. Like right up the road. I'd never heard of the bottom.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's like, yeah.
0: It kind of gets them out there as well. <laughs> right. You know?
1: Right. And it's like, if you, if you can spread it far enough, then yeah, it gets their name out there. And how cool is that just to have the name somewhere, anywhere else, but local. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. So. Um, and it's an attraction too, mm-hmm. if you think about it, you know, cause a lot of times like I think especially now we're finding out that small businesses are the backbones of their community. Oh, yeah. So it's like you, the more people know about it, the more they're an attraction, the more local people can like promote them and use them and be able to look out for how they're adjusting and how they can support them as well.
1: And one of the really cool things is my, my initial kind of inspiration for doing the Live At series was uh, Audio Tree. Mm. So I loved what they were doing where they would just have great independent bands and musicians come in play four songs and you know they would talk to them a little bit um, basically kind of like a quick little interview with with live music in their studio they would have a great product good recording good video mm-hmm. it can be sold on both fronts everybody makes a little bit off of it and then they've got a good promotional product right so that's kind of what the the general idea of it was
0: yeah so, so speaking of that, You also make kind of like a live album for Mm -hmm. the artist, which is also really unique, right? So Mm -hmm. like live shows and live albums are really, I think, we're becoming a thing.
1: And I love live music anyway.
0: Right? (laughs) (laughs) So like it's a win-win. Yeah.
1: It's really that
0: like take-home experience in every sense because they can physically have the recording, physically, digitally have the recording, and then be able to see it, replay it. You know um, experience
1: that. My next steps that I'm really we're really working on is getting it to more immersive sound oh. so mixing and rec- well if I can record it in immersive that'd be great but I'm I'm getting my mixing um, set up to where I can do it in like full 360 audio Okay. so that'll be pretty sick nice. that's that's the next steps like have video and audio in 360 and I'm using a format the Ambisonics format where When you, like if you have a headset on and you look around, not only will the video move, but the audio will move with it. Oh, wow. So it's like totally immersive. Okay. So we're going to see how that works, but I got to get a new computer for that. (laughs)
0: a custom pc build has saved my life so I'm not even gonna, i am gonna. already know that game
1: i'm hitting my limits on my current one so
0: yeah. i did hit my limit on the laptop twice i fried the motherboard
1: oh wow yeah
0: that was the roughest part of my life
1: yeah i'm sure i'm sure
0: it's so bad <laughs> oh man no that's so good though that you're already thinking like ahead like how can i like yes like this isn't technically a new idea but how can I make it my own how can I push my own boundaries within this and make it something that like is unique and that people can really like get excited about totally Uh, because I think a lot of times people they like oh we had this new item on the menu oh we offer this new service people are like well we actually really wanted like this or like we've had and we've experienced this but we found like these limitations so these what we would like to see in like a new product you know what I mean
1: I love that you mentioned that where it's like you can offer all of these services all day long, but if nobody wants it, you're never going to do anything with it. Yeah. Which is why I I actually kind of thought about that with the wedding stuff specifically, where like I have like this base package mm-hmm. and I always tell whoever I'm talking to, I'm like, look, if this is not what you're looking for and you still would like to work with us, like we can tailor this. Mm-hmm. If you want raw footage, for example, like when we did that, mm-hmm. or if you want to do something very niche or very specific, like I'm open to talking, so just talk to me. Yeah. We'll see what we can do.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think, like, again, like, on some of what people are averse to doing that mm-hmm. because they're like, well, the customer doesn't determine right. what I do or what I offer. And right. like, there's always like limitations within that. So it's not saying just like, let the customer come in and say, I want to pay you $500 for X, Y, Z. That's, not,
1: <laughs> that's not what I'm what, getting it's not what we're
0: saying. No, <laughs> That's like, not yeah.
1: that's what
0: we're saying. Price it fairly, but <laughs> yeah. just
1: ask what they're looking for. Yeah. them
0: how like, you can deliver within like their budget or like right. within like your skill set. So like exactly that's always like important exactly
1: yeah. I totally agree yeah I just wanted
0: to clarify like, yeah, don't yeah. let them dictate <laughs>
1: don't, don't let them dictate everything <laughs> no, no. <laughs> They're sure the customer can be right but to an extent <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: you gotta know like what your business is about and yeah. what you're trying to do So that's
1: right and yeah. you gotta take yourself seriously too as a professional you know you're putting your foot down saying I'm gonna make X product yeah I gotta make it look good I gotta make it sound good
0: right
1: people wanna want it yeah exactly
0: so. um so here's so there's some other things that you've been doing as well during the quarantine um, so here in Birmingham we have I think the Birmingham Museum of Art has mm-hmm. been doing like some virtual workshops and things like that yeah and you're actually doing one on podcasting right
1: you're supposed to be we'll see what what happens but uh, should be teaching a po- uh, class on podcasting so we'll see what happens with that
0: mm-hmm. but so like for me like we both started podcasting because it's something we just wanted to do mm-hmm. and now that we when quarantine is I also started mine in March so right like right when the state of order had started so you know it was like well yeah I can't really see that many people but I have the time yeah. right so it's kind of like a trade yeah. off and it's like I mean what other time is there to start you know right. what I mean you can't only make excuses for so long right. Um and then after starting it doors started to open for me right unexpectedly like I started That's getting awesome. asked to speak and things like that and so like It really goes back to sometimes, like, when you just do what you love and you do something that you like and you put your best foot forward and you don't treat it like a side hustle, you know, people are gonna recognize that. They're gonna know that and they're gonna open doors for you. So, like, to that extent, as creatives, like you said, we're pulling a lot of different directions, we like a lot of different things. So, like, what would your advice be to someone who's like, well, I wanna do this thing, but. It doesn't pay, and it's just something I want to do, and I don't think I'm gonna, you know, like.
1: It's a great question. You know. I fight myself with that sometimes too. I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, I really want to do this, but I'm like, man, I'm not gonna make any money off of it. But to to your question, I mean, I w- we wouldn't be doing what we're doing had we not done that in the first place. Yeah. So,
0: hey, that's a good point. <laughs> valid, valid point, right there.
1: So, I guess my answer to that would be just do it anyway. I mean, I I don't I don't. I hate being told no so like if I get if I I pitch something to somebody and I'm like well you know I'd really like to be able to do this and they're like well you'll never be able to you'll never be able to do that and I'm like well watch me do it then. So it's like that little
0: like like, I'm gonna do it out
1: of spite. Yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna do it just to prove you wrong like don't tell me I'm not gonna be able to watch me go do it yeah (laughs) so it's kind of I guess more like an ego thing a little bit with that Just a little bit. Maybe just a little bit. (laughs) But uh, no, for real. In all seriousness, like, if you want to do it, do some research, find some equipment you need, talk to somebody if you know them. I mean, great if you know somebody, but I didn't really have much of the luxury of knowing a lot of people that really did the things that I wanted to do. So I've just always seeked things out and talked to people when I went to, like, shows and stuff, for example. And I've. I like talking to people as is, so it was kind of easy from the networking side. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of take a little bit of a pride in that just because I enjoy talking to people. That was a
0: struggle for me. It's hard. It has helped me in my business so, so very much. It's hard. Especially being in like Raleigh-Durham where there's always an opportunity to go network and like place in Birmingham, you kind of have to really put yourself out there to meet. You really
1: have to do it. And
0: so like I'm very introverted, so that was very hard and a lot of people I met, honestly, if I'm just being completely honest, where a matter of convenience. They were like my age, we went to school together, you know, we saw each other at shows often, like I really didn't have to do a whole whole lot in that arena or like I met them at a wedding, other wedding vendors, right. stuff like that. But in Raleigh Durham, other business owners you have to kinda like, okay, like I have to make an effort to go, I have to make an effort to show up and yeah. you know, really get my, put myself out there.
1: That's so it's so important. And like just shaking hands, rubbing babies <laughs> Oh that's all it is. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Shaking hands and you go you go talk to people and you just find out what they do. And then you're like, oh, that's cool that you do that, you know. And then if you get interested in that, you can ask them a question if that's something you want to do.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And so, you know, like that, you can't be afraid to go to a house show where it's really intimate. Yeah. And just start talking to people. Yeah. Like, that's so intimidating, I know, but, like, that's, for those that are watching and listening, like, that's important, yeah. so.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, what I'm hearing is, do it anyway. Do it anyway. Even if you don't make any money, even if you think nobody's gonna care, or nobody's gonna watch, or nobody's gonna listen. Yeah. Or nobody would potentially buy this if you tried to monetize it, like, do it and anyway.
1: Honestly, especially when you're just starting out with that anyway, it's all a learning experience Like, I'm still learning from my stuff and finding out how I need to price even something as simple as a show because a lot of it's on a case by case basis.
0: Yeah.
1: It's all a lot of small stuff, usually, a lot of independent stuff, and I'm not trying to rip off the musicians or anything. They're not making much anyway. Yeah. You know, but there's also a certain point of it where it's like, look, I'm trying to be a professional at this, just like you're trying to be a professional at this, just like the band is trying to be a professional at this. Right. There needs to be something in terms of whether it's work trade-off, monetary payment, like... Yeah. Make a deal if you need to, you know, yeah. trade something or... I, I don't know, but...
0: Yeah. But that's a really smart thing too, mm-hmm. business bartering. Um mm-hmm. I don't know if people say it like that, but like trading a service, like, hey, yeah. you do this show for me, I'll do this XYZ for you, like...
1: Totally. Yeah. Then you both get an actual, maybe, product out of it or just good yeah eye time.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and then, of course, like... Using each other's networks, like oh, I saw that my music was featured on Drew's podcast, yeah. or like I, Drew makes this song for so and so, or whatever. Totally. Like, it's that cross promotion. So it's all a word of you? mouth business. Yeah, it's a <laughs> it's a Yeah, I like that for sure. Uh. I don't know. I just feel like super nostalgic like being here just thinking about like my experience here in Birmingham and how like I talk a lot of shit but like this is what built me up to be like in the position to move to Raleigh Durham and be like really (laughs) successful because I knew what I needed, knew what I wanted and knew where I was headed. Totally. um, So you got to start somewhere.
1: It's so cool too that you've managed to like actually make it your full time thing. Like that's, I'm super jealous of that. (laughs) I can't wait till like I I can make the decision and be like, yeah, this is totally what I'm doing
0: it's uh,
1: this is full time
0: it's one of those things like you know I definitely like I mean it was a grind like every day after work for like three months oh I get it you know like networking driving an hour to Raleigh from like Chapel Hill like and then going home eating taking a shower
1: getting back to work yeah
0: doing it all (laughs) over again you know that was my life so like you know I sacrificed a lot of things like I wasn't in a relationship I don't have kids you know I live by myself pretty much um and I made friends here and there you know what I mean but you know it was like this is my focus like I don't want to be looking back in six months saying like why don't I have business why don't I have clients why doesn't anybody know my name like I just didn't want to like take it slow and so I guess like two to this point like that you've been talking about it's like if you play small you stay small if mm-hmm. you're not willing to take a risk do something for free put yourself out there even do stuff at your own expense for something that you know that you want I've done plenty of that you're not gonna you're not gonna get anywhere this whole like you just want to wake up and make money like that's not how running a business works
1: it's a great pipe dream <laughs> yeah <but laughs>
0: it's not how it works
1: yeah no i've definitely all of my endeavors that i've done i've put a lot of money on the front end to get equipment yeah. locations you know venues to be able to do live at the bottling plant. that was all my personal money from my day job I made I would just save some and shell it out as needed so yeah,
0: yeah. that's that's how it goes I mean like yeah. it is what it is I will to say that I mean like there are some businesses where you may not have to invest as much on the front end yeah
1: if not that's hey go you yeah. more <laughs> power to you honestly
0: yeah but creatively I mean like <laughs> lights audio camera yeah um, yeah. And Drew has like a bunch of stuff. Like you should have seen his oh, setup at it. the bottom plant. It's crazy. I've
1: got <laughs> lots of equipment.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> i need I need a lot of storage space. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean it's so yeah, it's a grind, but it's worth it, you know. And you're saying this now, you're like, Oh, I wish I could like yeah. let this like I give it like six months after we hit like at least another level of being able to safely congregate. Right. He's gonna be full
1: time. I I don't know, we'll see. I'm I'm really waiting to see what happens with shows and gigs and I just ready for it to really get back cuz I miss all my people. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So what like things have you seen like kind of change or evolve in the event industry and in the music industry since the pandemic?
1: Well, a lot of the stuff that I've seen of course is all of the streaming, yeah. um all, you know, Facebook, YouTube. <clears throat> and I've done a few things like that. Really, my main work lately has been just coming from churches and being involved with services Okay. because they're all streaming and they need, you know, professional, professional. audio video people. Right. So um, I work at a few different churches actually right now, and um, I've
0: always been conflicted about that because there yeah. is a need, you know, as a videographer, yeah. like we're looking for a videographer, and it's like, yeah. Do I want my income to be tied to my faith? Let's think right. critically here. But also, they pay pretty well.
1: <laughs> I, you know, I it's been a struggle. I straight up, I, I made an agreement with myself a long time ago because I am a Christian, and I, I, I don't get any of my actual worship out of when I work because my production brain is on. Yeah. And when I'm working, it's like, well, I could, I would love to be able to listen to what's going on, but I'm so focused on making sure audio sounds good. The band sounds good. No feedback. In-ears are working. Things are things are working. And so I just have to, you know, take a minute every now and then and I'm like, "All right, I've accepted this. This is what I'm going to do for this. This is my job. Like this is one of my jobs." And so I just get what I need elsewhere. Yeah. So it's 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 very much conflicting <laughs> like it's very hard to do too because I still slip up every now and then. I'm like, man, I really want to be able to listen to what's going on, but nah.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm like so concerned about that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: but it's I mean, tough. It's there. I mean, there's some things too you have to decide. It's a business. So I'm like, what am I gonna do? Like,
1: and they're usually honestly some of the most grateful people. Like the churches, at, like my home church. I just I play guitar at, and it's, which is fun, and. um the couple churches that I work at they're just so grateful to have somebody who is knowledgeable in what you're doing yeah they're like look we're just trying to get this out to other people because you also there's a point of it too where you're like it's also not about you in that sense because like if you can help deliver a great product for people that are seeking that out then you've done a great job because you're helping to get an effective message hopefully it's effective to more people right so you know,
0: there's people that run show run sound at shows. Mm-hmm. But there's not a lot of people that like do that outside of it, right? right? So they like, hey, if you got a soundboard, I can come in, I can work it, right? But I don't have my own equipment. I'm right. not really used to doing it in unideal conditions, like. Um,
1: that is, I'm so glad you mentioned that actually because that's one of the things that I have really focused on with my partner that does stuff with me. His name is Barry. A lot of the stuff we talk about is since we go to so many different places, we spent like 250 bucks on this one piece of equipment where we can calibrate the speakers to the room wherever we go. Okay. Takes out basically 90% of the feedback and the rest is if you just get it too loud or bad mic placement. But like, I mean, there's ways to to combat some of that, but when you have somebody that is interested in that and actually wants to make it good, you're going to have, even if, if it's minimal differences you will notice it mm-hmm. when you're at you know x bar listening to y band yeah like
0: yeah
1: it's just it it's the little things that really make that a good experience yeah i enjoy all this stuff yeah <laughs> Thank
0: you i'm so just much glad to coming. see you yeah so glad to see you i wish we could like
1: i know right
0: <laughs> the pandemic is like you thought you're gonna have fun in yeah right no. Oh,
1: All you right. guys wanted to actually have a good year this year. No.
0: No. 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 Sorry. Shows? music, that's fun too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you mean you like being around people at live, at like live concerts and live music and movies and?
0: No. No. Oh, we're not doing that. Today. Not allowed. Not today, Shabby. Not today. No. Nope. Thank you so much for yeah. coming. Thank you. Thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you guys in the next video.